bars and hoops, Lamar swoops, back alley cats, the back door cuts with alley oops, posting up, you on block on Mike and Booth, and kick it out to one who likes to shoot, oh yeah, said we merging them, got 50 with a surgeon, and some throwbacks like Snoop Dogg, with Magic Irvin, and some more in like Master B and Dr. Irvin, playing on how about maybe a little Wayne speaking on bird back then, bars and hoops y'all, we hitting up all courts, but now with the sports talk, next we talk all sports, back to it. Got Jada and Jamal Crawl, haters get crossed out, crossed up across all actual facts. Points of view that you've never seen from your favorite artists, like talking about Jebel Green or Gerald Wallace. Whoever's on your favorite team, El Amino, the verses still be great on the name for BH. Drake's opinion on spates, one synopsis of Blake, tip on hold for fate. The fact you're giving them straight, the truth is shitting on tape. Who sports make for a take, so true, or you can debate on who you really done rate. Come through and really be great, the truth of fact like a state. A.A.M. on Prime 8, please remember. Bars and hoops, the center of the hood, make it part of your agenda. Yeah, 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 yeah. What up, what up, world? What's good? Bars and hoops. All day. Stills the Great, episode 21. Today's specially invited guest, man, is a man that I have a lot of respect for, man. We go back quite a few years, man. You know, he's an actor, you know, artist, entrepreneur, and he's also the founder of the Soul Film Festival, my man Tyson Hall, man. Tyson, say what's up to What's people? good? What's good, party people out there? What's good, D-Man? Hey. First, I want to thank you for having me. I want to thank you for bars and hoops, you man. know what I mean? The platform, if the platform wasn't here, I couldn't be here. So man, I get that up. I appreciate the love, my brother, man. Okay. Thank you, man. Thank you for passing through, taking time out of your busy schedule, man, to come and kick it with me today, man. No question. So, man, you know, I'm glad you came here, man. I just wanted to kick it with you, man, about, you know, real life stuff, how we always do it, man. Not to talk about You know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of people, I know that you got a lot of knowledge, man, and you got a lot of stuff that you can give to the people out here today, man. So we just wanted to get into a little bit of, you know, who Tyson Hall is and what course, Tyson Hall is course, about, you course, know? Of course, I'm here for that, for real. With age comes wisdom, they say, you know what I mean? And I'm grateful to be still standing here on this earth right now doing what I'm doing, the way I'm doing it, you know? It's like, a lot of cats was lost, a lot of cats was locked up, you know? I had last year, I had four people pass away that I know. Four, you know what I mean? It's like, you're looking at it like, the reality of it is just like, tomorrow ain't promised to nobody. No question. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you take into account and consideration what you're doing each and every day. No question. You know what I mean? No Making question. it make sense. So that's where I'm at with it, man. I was reading this book, um, Purpose Driven Life. Yes, sir. It said the average lifespan is 25,000 days. Ooh, 25,000 days. It's just an average, give or yeah. take. And know. that equates to? About 75 years. Wow, 75 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. You start looking at numbers like that, it really changes your perspective. No question. No question. Yeah. My grandma's passed on at 83. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she lived mm -hmm. a good life. Yeah, you know she got mean? that extension. Yeah, you That's get that. Indeed. You know, when you start reaching new numbers, you're like, all right, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some food for thought. I never looked at it like that, man. Can you say that? Won't repeat that number 25, one more time. 25,000 days. 25,000 days. Damn, you're going to have me in a calculator. <laughs> calculating mine. See how many more I got. Man. I'm really going to go hard. You, you know, know what I mean? For Word, real, for real. So it really, you know, and I think, you know, a lot of that comes from you. And the extension on that is when you, when you put more positivity out there into the world. No question. You know, no question. That's a big thing, man. Being positive. That's a big, that's a big, man. Yup, yup, yup. 
Indeed, man. I'm from, you know, I'm from, I'm from the Bronx originally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And between the Bronx and Manhattan, I was born in Manhattan, in the Bronx, in the 70s, and, you know, in the 80s, and all that. But it was wild. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Real wild. But outside of, you know, outside of how wild it was, is talked about, and, and even what, you know, some of the things that did exist, there was still um, principles that that were. Rudimented and yes. that were taught, you know. Rudimented. Yeah, really? honestly, you know, it wasn't like certain things are just a no-brainer. When you yes. talk about like loyalty, you talk about the respect for your elders, you know what I mean, yes, and, and those type of things that you, know, you see a lot of that stuff lost right now. That's a lot of society as well. Generation, man, you know, I hate to knock them, but it's, it's no real code of conduct, no mm-hmm. real rules anymore. Mm-hmm. We, we in the our generation, yeah, it ain't the we generation, yeah. iPad, iPhone, Ooh. iWatch. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hey, it's Truth. all about I, the I, yes, you know? Ooh. And Ooh. You, yeah, you know, Ooh. it's real out here. You gotta Ooh. put this deep, this stuff is, you know, you gotta put this in perspective, you know. I'm saying like yeah, and those are the most influential things out here right now. Even no if you don't have an iPhone, you know, no question. You know somebody that you have no question. And you really you know, a lot of a lot of it, you know, you think about it in terms of like um I look at it like you know, like you said, this generation and you know you say, Wow, how they moving, how they moving, you know, and yes, you know, with the internet and with the cell phones, it's this inundation of information. Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. Content and subject matter. Without a doubt. You know, yeah. I think it was um, I think it was Dave Chappelle on the night watching the stand up. He said something along the lines of how like, you know, like when Sean Bell, rest in peace. Yeah, and, shout out to Sean Bell, rest in family peace. Family and all that, you know, yeah. when he when, when that incident took place, like we lost it. It was like, yo. Yeah. We went weeks like, yo. Every going up. This one, this one, this. Then it became this back-to-back kind of thing. Yeah. Where peep game, like you, you, you was you was sad over Tamir Rice, and by the time we got to the third or fourth person that was shot, like, yeah, you become desensitized. Desensitized. Word. Word. You can't even be sad. You like you that emotion of being sad has just been diluted. Like, yo, man. And it's so crazy you brought up Sean Bell, man, because I know the family personally, mm-hmm. Mrs. Bell, Mr. Bell, you know, they used to have a community center mm-hmm. over here on the south side of Jamaica, Queens. And um, they let me use it one time to, to, you know, to run a campaign or whatever the case may be. So one day, you know, they gave me the keys and told me, yo, you can open it up because we're not going to be here that morning. And I know you got to be here by a certain time because your people are coming or whatever the case may be. So they left me with the keys. I opened up the spot police, you know, they, they was in the area or whatever. Something must have happened, but, you know, these officers just walked up in the spot. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, do I tell them to get out? Like, mm. do I do? Because then you got people in the community also looking like, yo, what the hell police going up in there of all places Right, for? right, right. Oh, we just wanted to use the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, damn, I'm in a predicament now. If I tell... Police, you gotta leave this out. They could try something with me, right, something slick, right. and turn into something. Yeah, exactly, it shouldn't even be. Yeah. Word. Mm-hmm. Long story short, they ended up using the bathroom. 
you know, the first officer that came in, he didn't even ask. He just walked right in. Mm. The next officer that came in, he came in a little bit more respectable. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you know is, it, is it okay if we use the bathroom? Mm -hmm. It looked like they were rookies or whatever the case may be. So at first, I wanted to be like, nah. But then I thought about it, like, I don't want to go to cases with them. Right. Whatever the case. Long story short, Mr. Bell ended up coming back that day. And I was like, Mr. Bell, man, I got to tell you something, man. The police came up and he's like, oh, that's all right. Mm. That's cool. I said, are you sure? He's like, yeah, man, that's cool. I don't, he said, I don't hold nothing against him. I was like, damn, man, that's big for him to say it's all right for police to be in his establishment after what they did to his son. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 23 years young, they it's, gunned that man down. You know, you know you saying that I was um, I was listening to a radio show, a, a TV show this morning. Mm -hmm. um, and the gentleman was mentioning how a lady he knows heard a poem about Jesus, Mary, Jesus' mother. Mm -hmm. She was introduced to Judah's mother. Wow. And there was no beef. Yeah, you flip that, you flip that coin, but then you think about it like if she would have been hostile or full of hatred or angst or angry and heated, like what would that have done to her? Which is true. You know what I mean? Nothing. Yeah. You know? And then there's this sense of peace and, and spirituality. You gotta be a really deeply spirited person to be able to take a stance like Mr. Bell did. Word. You have to have you. You're not operating with worldly intentions when you can come out your face and say it's cool. For real. He said, yo, it's cool. I was like, well. Right, look, yeah. That's yeah. a lesson. Right. Everybody should be able to exactly. look past it. Exactly, 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 exactly. That was a wild lesson for me. I was like, damn, mm -hmm. that's cool. I didn't even mention to Mrs. Mrs. Bell. Right, Mrs. right. Mrs. Bell. Go to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Bell, he's cool as hell. Coolest wow. dude I ever met, man. Yeah, Old school wow. with it, man. Wow. Real cool dude, man. Shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Bell, indeed, man. Indeed, Rest indeed. in peace, Sean yes, Bell, man. Yes, you know, yes. They tried to do a lot for this community after everything happened, man. And, Rest well. You know, I was blessed for that. Facts. Mm -hmm. I was blessed enough to be around them, you know. Mm -hmm. you know? Nice. But um, moving along, Tyson, man, you know, um, just to get into a little bit of, you know, the body of work that you've done throughout your career, man. Like, um, when did you really get into the whole art thing? Well, like, like I mentioned earlier, you know, growing up in the Bronx in the 70s and the 80s, that was the evolution of the hip-hop culture. Yes, indeed. You know what I mean? Yes, and, I, and, you know, I really, it's crazy because about a couple of years ago, this really dawned on me, and I was like, you know, I'm so grateful that I was born and raised during that time. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, it's actually, it's actually something to be really honored by because it was um, the revolution. You know the evolution and, and, and watching it from its inception. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, the jams in the parks, and the fashion that was there, the, the the you know the DJs, the beats, the break dancing. You know, it was us. You know what I mean? We owned it, we created it, we made that what it is, and now it's this billion dollar conglomerate. You know what I mean? And like I said, I'm so happy to have been started and saying the answer more to more directly answer your question. That's where it really started for me. You know, being in that presence, you know, riding on that two, five, and six train, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those those are my galleries. Those are my museums. You know what I'm saying? Honestly. Yes. You know, the school trip would take me down to, you know, Museum of Natural History. But yeah. on a daily, Facts. it was a six train, a two train, it was a five train. I was seeing, I was seeing, you know, depth of field with shadows. I was seeing characterism. I was seeing word association and all of that stuck. Mm. Stuff. Did, did you ever get busy with Prowler? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I used to write. You couldn't deny it. it, was, it was, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was, it was a part of what was being done. You know what no I mean? Question. It's like, you know, you you fall right in with that. You know, I, I could only mirror that to like what was being done during the civil rights movement. You know, like you got ten, you got ten kids on your block that's going down the march. You, yo, I'm going to march too. No question. You know no what I'm question. saying? So you kind of get in where you fit in and you fall into it. You know what I mean? So I was, like I said, man, it was it was just, you know, outside of the the, the burnt down Bronx, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it was still, it was still, it was still. If I had to do it again today with the same people, I would, in a no heartbeat. No question, and that's ill, because, you know, on your IG, I seen you post a picture. It was like a corner store bodega. Mm-hmm. Then I seen you post another one recently with the phone booth. Mm-hmm. And he was like disconnected for real. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just so powerful, those images, because it just brings you back to that time. Yeah. That you're talking about yeah. that. And that was like some powerful moments. Phone booths were everything. Facts. Like, he wasn't walking around. I never would imagine I'd be carrying a phone with a camera in my pocket. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's uh-huh. so real, man. And it's funny, because I was just talking about, you know, as a youngin, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and my friends, you know, we were young, we all had beepers. And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, what did we really have a beeper for? It wasn't hustling right. around like that, because hustlers had beepers, and, because, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they gave yeah. it a pay phone, but we had it, you know what I'm saying? Right. Just because, so we made some person rich as hell. How in the nineties, just to have a beat, just to have a beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then we got creative with it and started turning it into messages. Right. Hello. One one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Nine one one is an emergency. Hit me back quick. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You know what like, I mean? Yeah. Giving codes. Oh, yo, you hit me. Put one at. Yeah. How innovative? How creative we are as people? That's how we are. You know, and and we we more creative than. They want us to know. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? They really, we are much more creative than they really open the windows and allow us to express ourselves in those forms. It's, you know, it's the reason why you know they will open the door for the artists. What transpired, and you know, just to just to not go too far, far astray. Yeah, definitely. But like you know, from from the graffiti era. Um, I used to rap, obviously, the fashion and the style, everything being coordinated, lead jacket with the graffiti on the back, fat laces or no laces, you know what I mean? Like, suede plumes, I still rock them to this day, you know what I mean? British walkers, playboys, I was that good. Yeah, can't go cabs, I was on it. <laughs> Trust me. It's, it, it, it was your identity, you know no what I'm question. saying? It, it no solidified who you were. You know, no AJs, Devils, Jordas, type, you know, era, that was it. Had to have those things. Yeah, you know no question. No question. To be somebody, but um, you know, in the art aspect, I um, I you know, after you know, after years of not, not writing, I will always doodle, I will always draw papers, do little pieces, and characters and stuff like that. And then I saw this movie Basquiat. Basquiat. Yeah, Jean Michel Basquiat was an artist from out of Brooklyn, New York. Oh, that's why Jay mentions him. 
he was he was he was before he was that, that, that he was in that Studio 54 era. So it was just slightly before that. It was like like at the very beginning of hip hop. Like Africa Bambada was going down to introduce hip hop to that Studio 54 crowd. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it was disco. You know what I mean? It was disco back then. So Basquiat was more or less, more or less in that area. He ran with like Andy Warhol and you know what I mean? Sharp and you know, Keith Haring, you know, had the pop shop, so that was that click. But um, I saw this movie on him, and I had saw some. Of, I had, well, I saw the movie first. A uh, girl I was dating, she was like, "Let me go see that movie." I saw it, and I was blown away because he was a 27-year-old artist who, who died at 27. Like, overdose heroin. But his paintings right now, his paintings right now are selling at like, I don't know, selling for like 30, 40 million dollars. What? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And, and the thing about 30, art, 40 million? And more, probably even more than that. Like, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a piece like the size of this, this step and repeat. Word. Like if you own it, you had your hands on the Basquiat, you real good money right now. What? Yeah, so on. Um, so, uh, and his lesson. work, and, and the thing about his work is it's not like this, you know, intricate black faces or, you know, this scenic kind of like, no, it's like this real kind of like splash, splash, and he had this like word association and dialogue that he would put into his work. Yeah. But it was amazing, man, you know, wow. he was just such an interesting individual. So after I saw that movie, I went down to Pearl Pate, which was one of the most popular, yeah, I was on Canal Street, yeah, I went in there and I was like, you know, I'm gonna try this little paint thing and see what happens, you know what I'm saying? So I bought this small little startup kit, it was like two eight by ten pieces of canvas, and then it had like five basic colors, I went to the crib, I was like, alright, I said, this is kind of cool. So then I stepped it up and I bought like this 16 by 24 piece of canvas, it was a little bigger, right? came home, I had this idea, I was like, I spray painted something, but I had these faces in it, and I showed it to this lady that I knew, and she was like, yeah. I'm gonna buy that from you. One girl gave me $500 for that piece. Wow, that you was just playing around, testing it out, feeling it out, wow. Everything I ever painted. Wow. Word, word, I ain't even believe it. Practice piece of canvas. Just, you know, just let me see what, let me see what this feel like. Let me see. And I had the idea on what I wanted to do. So it was clear. I just had to execute. And I executed and I put it down. And then I put it out there. And that's yeah. what happened. And it made you money. So that right there just told you. It was an affirmation. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could do this. And oddly enough, my other trade, acting, yeah. that money actually paid for my trip, my first trip to LA. So I could pursue that, like I morphed that into that, you know, Come call up, it that. Yeah, yeah. Come up, it's real. Honestly, uh, you know what uh, I mean? Honestly, I was like, wow. So I was moving like and this, this is all in like, we talking about this by the 90s by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s by now. All right, so I went to LA, saw what that was, you know, ran around there. You know, always really like, um, not just doing things in a in a haphazard kind of way or just like some real like whatever. But just really kinda like strategically positioning myself to where I wanna be. 
No question. You know no what question. I mean? And, no and, question. And, and the things I want to position, you know no what I'm question. saying? Like, you know, like something, you know, when something turns into something, it's like, okay, hmm, I'm moving now. If I go that way, and it's crazy because um, you know, I went out with my lady a couple months ago, and it's like this is a big thing that they're doing now. Mm-hmm. They're having like a lot of um, they're doing paint parties mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. paint night outs where artists will put up an actual piece that they did, mm-hmm. and then the people that actually attend will try to mimic what they yeah, see up there. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, it's, it's cool, fun, yeah. it's yeah, real yeah. fun. I man. see a lot of people posting yeah, their work, yeah. yeah. My lady is kind of nice with it. She put me to shame. I'm like, damn, man. Let's do a little fly S's with the six marks. And right, right. <laughs> you know, nah. That's she, the stint, right? Yeah, yeah, facts, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, but uh-huh. Um, she took it serious, and it, yeah. it really came out nice. But a lot of people are starting really to pay more, a lot more attention to the art world and the paintings yeah. and all of that stuff. Well, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's outside of, you know, outside of, like, you know, really trying to, like, get paid for it or yeah. earn from it yeah. it's very therapeutic yeah Facts. you know what i'm saying like you you know there's no right or wrong if i'm painting a picture in my crib and 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 i just want to go over it again or yeah. paint the whole thing black and then start again or yeah. Yeah, i could yeah. do that all day yeah. you know what i mean but it's it's, it's, it's really therapeutic yeah i got a man my man lg shout out to lg mm-hmm. he does that on his garage shed with cry long mm-hmm. one day he'll just be out there for hours do a piece mm-hmm. take a photo of it mm-hmm. Next week, paint it over Hold black or white. Yeah. Another one. Back at it Joe again. Here. LG is real ill with it, man. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the guys I actually wanted to do a um, a show, but have him actually there doing a live piece. He'll like, mm-hmm. he like doing stuff like that. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah. to bring that world, like, remember, the music, art, mm-hmm. all of that ties in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you said earlier. Yeah, man. yeah. And I kind of wanted to bring that five elements back. Mm-hmm. Five elements of hip-hop. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other story, man. Yeah, yeah. You get into that for real. Yeah. We rocking this right oh, now. Yeah. No question. No question. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, with the acting, man, like, mm-hmm. when did you really start going hard in the acting field, man? You know what's man. crazy? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Like, I, I thought for me, um, even before the art world, I was pushing the acting. And uh, what happened was, I thought it was gonna be fashion for me, because I, I was always a stylish dude. Like, I would, I would, I would take something, put something together, and they'd be like, yo, what's that? Where you get that from? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just like having that, that style, and like, yo, yo, I wanna go shop with you. Nah, I'm in Jersey, fam, I get with you. Word up. Yeah, you know my spot, yeah, I'm in Jersey with it. You know what I mean? Like, don't look for me. I creeped down to the village back in the days on the low, you know what I mean, quietly. <laughs> And where you was at? No, I don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Word, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just come back to the block dip, like what? But um, I thought I thought fashion was gonna be, um, you know, the lane for me, and that's what what I initially was trying to push. Right, like put a little portfolio together, and um, cause dudes was in it. Like I really never got to fully explore it, but dudes that was really like in the fashion game, like back in, back then. Like a lot of them dudes that was doing them big shows, I heard, like I heard, cause I never really got to explore, but I heard they was getting like 10,000 a show. They would be getting paid for like 5,000 a show. Like for the big names, they was eating well, you know? So I was like, hmm, mate, you know, I'm stylish, I'm tall. Let me, let me go at that. And it, did, it didn't pan out. So I took this headshot that I had and somebody told me about um, this newspaper, the trade paper, the backstage. Okay. 
and that's a trade paper for actors. You know, they will list different movies, different plays that are being casted, and things mm -hmm. of that nature. Mm -hmm. And um, I started buying that. So something I had submitted for this film called Mercy. Uh, young African American males. You know, they give you a little brief description: 18 to 25 to be a thug. You know, okay. I was like, all right. So I sent in the headshot for that. So I got called in. They called me in. It was like, all right, that's me. So you know, so they. And me and four other dudes who were to pose, who were supposed to be the thug, the crew, yeah. just the crew. You know what I mean? Just us. You know, what I'm, I'm walking in Israel like, what the hell is going on here? What are we gonna do next? So they drive us out to Williamsburg, Brooklyn, wow, from Manhattan, Williamsburg. when wow. Williamsburg was Williamsburg, like not she she fufu, yeah, not what it is now. You know what I mean? So we out there one late night in this old abandoned ass warehouse. So I'm sitting. So the director walks in the room. He's like, okay, read this. I ain't never do this before. So I'm off the page. Yo, motherfucker, what you doing in this neighborhood? He was like, he was like okay, thank you. That was the original line? It was along those lines. You know I mean, it was like that. You know what I mean? Like, Because basically what the four of us were supposed to do is rob this white guy who was walking in his neighborhood. He had no business being around here. That was typecast, yeah, you know, what I mean? that was what it was. So the director was like, okay, thank you. So he gave it to the next dude. The next dude was like, yo, motherfucker, what you doing around here? Yo, when he turned this shit up, I was like, oh. <laughs> I really felt some type of way the rest of the night. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Wow. That, that was that was that was really that was really my intro into this, and I was like, all right, that's never gonna happen. Again. Wow, man! And so the rest of the night, he became the lead. He had the lines, and yeah. I was just down with him. And I was like, all right, gotcha. that's never gonna happen again. Gotcha. And I just been going hard ever since. You know what I mean? No like, question. I don't know it was my ego, my pride. But I fell in love with it. It was a passion, you know what I mean? It was yeah. a drive. It's something yeah. that don't come easy. So when you, oh, yeah. you do get it, you appreciate it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I remember you asked me to come down to something, man. That was my <laughs> first. I'm like, damn, nah, this ain't for me. <laughs> I'm going to try it anyway. But yeah, it was yeah, a wild yeah. experience, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I respect that, man. You, yeah. you even reached out like, yo. Come down and try this yeah, out. You know class, what I mean? Yeah, fresh. Yeah, 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 man. It ain't for everybody. Nah, you know it's definitely saying? not. It ain't for it's everybody. Not, for real, man. It's something you got to really be driven by, you know. And then, you know, early in the game, I, you know, you don't know the nuance, all the nuances. And I study with some good people, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had some really good people who I studied with, like Mark Greco. He taught me on camera stuff. I studied with Susan Batson. You know, she's one of like the, she works with like Nicole Kidman. Tom wow. Really ill, but Spike Lee's people, Susan okay. Batson. Study with her, and I went to East Barron and a bunch of different schools. And stuff like that. Wow. You know, because it's fun to me. It, it allows me to be like I'm. I'm. I'm laid back. I'm chill. You know what I mean? I'm real oh, laid God. back. Yeah. You Bro. know what I mean? Like I fall back easy and be like, what? I'm good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. this allows that alter ego to kick in. I can turn up. I can be bougie. I can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can yeah. be the boss. I, you know, I'll be whatever I need to be. In this. Yeah. So it's fun. Man. Yeah. I have man. a lot of fun in doing it. So, is it really true that people can get lost in roles? Like sometimes they put themselves in a, a character that sometimes you can get lost into in it. Well, to be honest with you, when you when you do get lost in it, is when you really committed to it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's when you really have like it, when you after your cut or, or after you do a scene on the stage and you come out of it like it's almost like an out of body experience. Mm. That's when you know you really committed and invested into the character mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you really you just went there you know you went there you know and
and it's, it's funny, man. I remember, I'm, you know, I don't remember the exact first time it happened to me, but when it does happen, it's like a drug almost. Wow. Yeah, it's like a high. It's like, that. it really is. It's, 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 it's really, a, it's a fix. Like, so you bought it, you bought it with you after the set and everything was off? Well, you, you, you come, you know, you, when you go, no, when it's, when it, you know, and that's the thing, like, there's like a, there's like a, a you, it depends on whatever it is uh-huh. and how committed it takes you. Yeah. And then you need like a wind down period to kind of like get back to like mm. uh, essence. Mm. I did a film, I did a film, the first Lee Road and the short film I did was a film called Kite. Kite. Shout out to my man, Trent Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casted me in this film. I was seeing me work on another project, mm-hmm. and uh, this scene, the, the the ending scene in this project, I, it required me to like blow my brains out. You Whoa. know what I mean? Like I had to commit suicide. Yeah, it was oh. it was a black clown. You know what I mean? Like it was a black clown, and I was in clown makeup, and you know, just really hiding from myself and hiding from the world. Mm-hmm. And um, and the last scene was that, and um, you, know, you gotta do it more than once. Yeah, like you gotta just drop the bottom is all the way out. You know what I mean? The bottom is all the way out. And the 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 hook, the real the real hook was that what I thought was transpiring or was the loss of a loved one didn't even transpire. Mm. And that's what was causing Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Big up to my man, big up to my man, he put me on and that that was one of the that was one I would say one of my real times that was going into that that space that you Take it that going into my next question, that was probably one of your most memorable moments. It was for a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons, my first lead role in the film, mm-hmm. um, and that was definitely one of the most memorable in terms of an experience. Like, yeah, wow, definitely. Damn, I didn't expect to hear that, man. But you think about it, like, damn, actors do have to sometimes play that role of possibly having to end your own life. And, damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't know, and the thing about it is I knew what was doing and we were doing it, but I didn't know that I was going to feel that way after it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you go out for a night drinking, like, all right, let me just go have some fun, then you end up passed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, what brought it to that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, the game is real, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah. I got a greater respect for it because mm-hmm. I never really looked at it from that angle. Like, damn, you have to really put yourself in a lot of different roles. Like, I see guys putting on weight for certain roles, losing yeah. weight for certain roles. Like, yeah. I always respect Fifty for that role that he played. When he played mm-hmm. that role of the cancer patient, he, he had to lose mad weight. And, mm-hmm. That's take a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for me, that role with him, for me, um, it, it, it really solidified how serious he was with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he wasn't somebody that was like, "Yo, I ain't on it with that." You know what I'm saying yeah. like he was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm on this. I'm doing this." Like, yeah. You know, and, and when he took it there, like that, that, that said a lot to me. Like, no I he ain't just some rapper trying to like get yeah. off. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he really means this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. Yeah. So, um, let's talk a little bit about the, you know. Seeing you throughout the years, man, it's like I'll be just watching TV sometimes, and I'll be like, "Yo, 
that's Tyson right there, man. I seen a few HBO joints. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah. American Gangster. I'm like, yo, Tyson all over the place, man. Yeah. Like, how was those experiences, man? Like working with guys, like working around guys like Denzel and stuff like that. Yo, you know, when you're doing what you're passionate about, there's no greater space to be in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and everything else just is bonus. You know what I mean? It's like, this is why I'm doing this, you know? And it's all, it was all gravy, like, you know, working on Oz, man. That was that was a beautiful experience. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was good. I never did any of those sleazy roles and sold oh, myself yeah. short. You know what I mean? I held my, I have my morals and my principles that I stand behind. You know, like I said, I was raised with that. No question. Um, no question. But, you know, Tom Fontana and creating that experience now. I was hanging with Lord Jamal on the regular, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I got a chance to meet him, meet yeah. him, he's building. I love the Bill Williams. Yeah, Lord J is the truth, man. Yeah. He spent time on the set just chopping it up and chilling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's a genuine dude, you know? It's a, and it built, what it did, it was one of the interesting things it did because um, it built a community of, of us that had to be together because of this particular situation. I mean, you know, you're in prison, you can't have everybody coming in and out and changing all the characters every week. So you got, you know, you got to do it for 10 years, 20 years, five years. So it kept a community of actors together, you know what I mean, for, uh, for, for several seasons. You know what I mean? So it was a nice stretch. It was a lot of work. It was a consistency of work, you know. And it, was, it was a good run, man. I, I enjoyed that experience. The, the, um, the Wire was was great for me doing The Wire because um, The Wire was the first two seasons, and then I believe that's when they canceled the series. Mm-hmm. And then they brought it. So when they canceled it, I was like, yo, all right, and I guess I don't get no love. You know what I mean? Like, on to the next. <laughs> what y'all got coming out next? You know what I'm saying? And then they brought it back. And um, big shout out to my man, Jamie Hector. You know what I mean? He, um, he was like, yo, Tom, get your stuff down here now. Mm. Looking for New Yorkers. Mm. And sure enough, I was kind of down there. I went down there, killed the audition. Put me on, you know what I mean? Beautiful. I got the love, you know, I got shine in season four and season five with that. So I was real grateful for that, no question. Yeah. My pops was big on the wire too. Rest oh, in yeah? peace to my pops. Yeah, because he was oh, like, Oh, you need to be on that show. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. For real, for real, for real. Yeah. yeah, and I got a chance to rock out. You no know question. What I mean? no yeah, question. That was a big one for me. It was a good look, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just switching gears a little bit, man. I just wanted to get your thoughts on like um, you know. We're in the age of a lot of reality TV, and mm-hmm. it seems like, you know, a lot of our, we have a lot of our former music artists and, you know, mm-hmm. icons in the music game that are now playing roles in these black reality TV shows, mm-hmm. man. What's your take on these reality TV shows like the Love and Hip Hops and Black Inks and things it, of that nature? You know, um... It kind of has a twofold for me. Um, everything has its pros and its cons. Yes, sir. You know, and um, I guess one of the things that I'm a little bit disheartened about, and I'll speak from that aspect of it first, because that's what, what really resonates, is that you know it doesn't really, it doesn't really. Um, I'm not really seeing any greater good come out of it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like if we take it, if we take it back to the, the flavor of love. Yes. Right, we go back. I love New York. I love New York. You know what I'm saying? We go back to that, like, you know, all of those individuals that were involved. Uh 
inspire of, of anything greater mm. for for the people. Yeah. Culture. Yeah, the culture. You know, nothing is nothing is there's nothing that's being paid forward that's coming out of it. Yeah. When I start to see that, then I then I think I will have a greater appreciation and a greater respect for what these shows are offering and introducing. I think what a lot of also what a lot of what they're doing is they're really putting um, really great people in bad lights. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm a, I had, I had a, I had a reality check earlier this year with it because I used to tune in. It was my guilty pleasure, you know okay. what I mean. And I would, yeah. I would you know, what I'm like saying, yeah, you know what I mean. And you know, you seeing, you know, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta, you got the cuties running around oh, yeah. and all that. You know what I'm saying, all right, you know. But then I, I was watching it, I was watching it, uh, like about maybe, a, maybe February sometime. Yeah. And um, I'm tuned in, and I was like, and I'm so getting hit every day, sitting down at the table. All of the the venom is there between those who got the venom. And then somebody says, yo, we need to go on a trip. Here we go. It's I'm like, all right, now. Y'all don't like each other. Y'all don't like each other. Where y'all going? Y'all gonna go on a trip, get into some more drama, and come back, and then we're gonna have two other people feuding with each other about something. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like it's like a, a, a hamster on the wheel. No question. You know what I mean? Great comparison. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all keep y'all giving me the same thing in different versions and in different lights. So, but y'all going on different trips, and you know you got this house built, you driving this room over. So you know, and and then the final thought that kicked in was like, for these women, for these individuals, for these players, yeah, right. Um, what type of legacy are they leaving behind? So you know, so now after your children have children. I said, well, let's watch what grandma used to do. Mm-hmm. Oh. This was grandma's show. Mm. Oh, grandma threw a glass at someone. Grandma mm. called someone a bitch. You know, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's the deprivation of, 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 of character. That's what really hit me. And I was like, I can't do this. Mm. I can't do this. We have we have so much we have so much so many negative images that are placed before us on a daily basis. And now you look at these fine, beautiful, talented individuals and what's being done with them is negative. Yes indeed. I was listening to that um if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap shit yeah. probably Ooh, never would be going on. So tell me where you're from. Uptown, baby. Uptown. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the greatest hip-hop songs that was ever produced. And that's a fact. And the sad part is that people aren't going to remember that. No. They're going to remember what they've seen on TV. And and as far as, as, as for um, a talented um, black man, you know, you look at him on that show. Yeah every season yeah. and you say what is this doing for his soul mm. his son is locked up you know what I mean mm. like, you know like what is this mm. doing for him as in you got this yo hunger smacked him so hard last season yeah 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 she yeah. physically smacked yeah. him so I felt it yeah <laughs> through the TV through the real. TV I now. said oh what now yeah. what do you do now yeah yeah you know what I'm saying what do you do now so apparently he got a club uptown or something like that but man okay. I'm just, yeah. 
Yeah. I have to, I, 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 you know what I mean? You know, I don't know, man. I, nah, man. listen, man. We built. You know what I'm saying? I just, I gotta keep it a hundred nah, with me. Real. You know what I mean? Nah, I, you know, if I see respect. Peter, what's good? Yeah, you yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, doing yeah. what you doing? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, the face, yeah. alright? Yeah. <laughs> that shit yeah, like it hurt. Nah, that's a fact. Honestly, a fact. you know what I mean? So you know, the deprivation of of character, you know, the demoralization of us as a black people, it still continues, man. You know, you get whatever checks they get from it. Yeah. You know that is that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? And if you bubbling that over and you starting a production company, and then in the next two to three years, I could see a plethora of people who are being gainfully employed uh-huh. through what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I applaud you. No you know what I mean? Salute. You know no what I'm question. saying? If if, no if, if if Nene is doing something that's, you know, bringing up the young women, I'm not talking about just a speaking engagement where you're getting a check from that. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, something yeah, of some yeah. real substance. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something real meaningful in Atlanta that you know going against the the the, the negativity that's down there, then then we now we talking. Damn, you know what I'm nah, that's real. That's Word. real. I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. And that and that's ill because that brings me right into the next topic, man, like what you said, like turning around and doing something, making it positive, mm-hmm. like Ice Cube, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Looking at the, the evolution of Ice Cube from mm-hmm. Cube Vision to the move, you know, all the movies he's done mm-hmm. to now Hip Hop Squares mm-hmm. to now, you know, he has a three on three basketball league for a lot of mm-hmm. yeah. veterans yeah. that used to play. Cube is out there, man. You know, you gotta respect him, man. And I had I had the greatest level of respect for him. Before the movie came out, you know, when I when I read the story on how he was the only one that wasn't signing that contract with yeah. Jerry Heller. Yeah. Once yeah. I first got wind of that, I looked at him totally different. Yeah, yeah. My level of respect I, for him reached was at an all-time high mm-hmm. with that. I said, you know what? He's on it. Yes, I don't know what everybody else is doing, blah, blah, blah. but for him to be like, uh, uh-uh, you ain't, ain't gonna sleaze me out. Yeah, because the uh, average cat. Right, right. Yeah. real quick, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They do, they doing it. Yeah, and that goes So, yo, so I've, I've always, I've always had respect for him. And then the, you know, then the quality, first of all, he's one of the illest rappers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's ill, you know what I mean? You know. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even hear his stuff now, you know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah. knowing Ice Cube, that EP, Death Certificate, yeah. he was America's a problem. Yeah. What? America's Most Wanted? Yeah. What? Stop playing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ill, you know? So then he not only showed me that he had a skill set, but then he was also wise. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. So hence, Friday, hence Cube Vision. See that that's what's impressive to me. You know what I mean? You're able to take your 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 fame, your notoriety and morphing into things that you know go above and beyond yourself. Things that things that you know, so now now cube cut to cube and his grandchildren. This is what your grandfather did. He made this movie Friday. Are we there yet? You know what I mean? Like he started this league for veteran. You know, you, you, you dig what I'm saying? You see the difference? You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you know, like so you you know you gotta respect that. Leave no choice. You know what I mean? You earn respect by like, what you do. That's a fact. Wise kid, wise dude. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, be 
we get sugar-coated, man, and we get so caught up in a lot of the dumbness, man. Look at it for what it really is, man. Recognize what's real and what's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, the son ain't playing, ain't doing it. He got more on the sun than I respect that to the fullest. Yeah. Creeping up behind Dre and you know Dre made it with those headphones. Right, you know, right, right, Drew right. He's like, I'm on the movie scene. What? Like, you know, and he stayed true to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He stayed true to it. And, and, and even, you know, you can look at it like every man's level of success is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. My account don't have to be on point for our billion to say I'm fact. successful. That's a fact. You understand know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm the actor that I am and I'm hugely successful. No question. To myself, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, do I want more chips? I'm pushing for that. Do I want more roles? I'm pushing for that too. Am I doing other things? I'm pushing for that as well. But the fact that not just the fact that I get up every day and do what I want to do. Beautiful thing. No uh, better feeling. That's freedom. No chains attached. To not zero. Word. Zero. Word. Zero. That's a peace of mind. Facts. You know, I feel good. I show my, my daughters. <laughs> My daughter saw, my daughter saw this, I, I was on Persons of Interest, uh, and my daughter is a line where I ended up, I'm like, I'm gonna call the real cops, right? So my daughter, <laughs> I'm getting my daughter dressed here, and she's like, Dad, I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, you are? She said, you wanna hear my line? I'm gonna call the real cops. <laughs> First thing in the morning, two months from when she last saw it, four wow. years old. The, the, you dig? You dig? Yeah. And first I didn't get what she was saying by call the cops. I thought she was just saying something. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this mm-hmm. She's repeating stuff. She's four. She just turned four. And it goes right back to what you said. And the kids to see what you've done. You dig? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, imagine if I was, if she was going to school and I was getting slapped in my face. So I had two chicks pregnant at the same time. Mm. And I'm dancing between the two. How would the teachers look at her? What would they be whispering about mm. her? You understand what I'm saying? Mm. You don't think like that. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. think like that. You know what I mean? Ooh. You know, you gotta think like that. Powerful. Honestly. Powerful. Keep it brought all the way around. Word. You know what I mean? When she goes to school, yeah. they like, that's what's called. No question. Dahlia, you look at, you give it up. Respect, facts. Facts, damn, kid. Tyson, man. So you know I ain't, you know Listen, me, you know, you know me for a minute. Nah, facts. I ain't gonna come in here. You're on it, kid. You're shucking and jiving, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you know, you know Always change your perspective if you ain't thinking like that. No question. Stand up. No question. Change your perspective. We come from greatness. We no come question. from kings and queens. Do some history. No question. You know what I mean? Do some homework. Honestly, the pyramids are still standing because of what? <laughs> Great men put it down. Where we come from. No you shouldn't sleaze yourself out like that. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stand for something before for anything. That's a fact. Jewels, man. Jewels, man. So we in 2017, man. And you are the founder of, you know, Soul Film Festival. What are we, what, are we, what can we be expecting, you know, years coming up? Well, Soul, Soul was something that um, I, I found. Down. Yeah, I'll break it down. Soul, Soul is actually an acronym for solidifying our legacy yes, through film. It started exceptionally it was through film, and what started it was um, I had the short film I told you about, um, and then a couple. I did a film with Jesse Terrero, the Terrero brother from yeah. out here called The Clinic. Yeah. I fuck with Queens hard. <laughs> Honestly, Queens Harlem, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I get around, sound so, 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 so I am. Um, 
I had a couple of short films that had been circulating in film festivals, so I was at Roxbury, you know, did Sundance, and just really, you know, Tribeca, I was really circulating festivals, and, I, and it was like, it was, what was most powerful was that, you know, if these festivals weren't in existence, these films wouldn't be seen, probably, this was a lot of way before YouTube was popping, and uh, I realized the value in the festival circuit, and so, a dude I know was down in Virginia, and he was telling me about this event called Afram. I was like, what is that? And he was saying, down in Norfolk, um, on the waterfront out there. They, it was a big festival. It was primarily for art. So he was trying to get me down there to bring my artwork down there, yeah. to get a booth, and, and move the art. So as he explained it more, he was like, you know, there's two stages. You know, they get celebrities to come down and meet with a local host who, you know, who do things. I was like, you know, it's art, food, dancing, so all that stuff. And I was like, all right, is there a film component to it? Yeah. And he was like, no. And all the wheels started turning. Yeah. Once he said no, yeah, a bright one, a real bright one. I was like, all right. So I did research, found out they had this place called the Nordicus Museum, which was down there. It was crazy. The museum ill. The area was designed by the same person who designed the South Street Seaport, the Baltimore Harbor, yeah, wow. designed the oh. same area. So it had the same feel, the cobblestone streets, wow. restaurants, in and out, you know what I mean? Like movie theaters and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm down with enough set. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I went down there crazy. Um, I got the um, Tupac documentary, Resurrection. And then I had um, the Lyricist Lounge documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the that Yeah, my man, and, and um, I got that documentary, and then I took my two short films mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and put those before the documentary. So it was like a little preview. Gotcha. You know, I preview showed the short films yeah. and then had those two documentaries yeah. follow it. Yeah. Um, and that was how it started, man. I mean, that was in 2004, and we rocked out down there. We were playing to like, the Norfolk State, we were playing the Norfolk State, and then we were playing the Hampton University. So we, yeah, hitting the HBCUs down there. And it was good, man, it was good, you know. And then, um, then the next year I made it bigger, so I acquired film, and I started acquiring film from down there. So, you know, it was really the, it was really for the novice filmmaker and those who had something to say behind the camera. I had a 16-year-old kid, actually, his name was Simon Fink. He was actually, he was actually 14. screened his short film and then I put him on a panel discussion with all grown men who were mm -hmm. filmmakers. Mm -hmm. Four mm -hmm. grown men who were filmmakers Ooh. and then Simon Fink. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, and in, in doing so, you know, I don't know where Simon Fink is today. I don't know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I knew was that for sure I gave him an opportunity to experience the success of taking to creating a film. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that was priceless. That became my driving um, force after that. You know what I mean? We're going into the college and school market with films and, and talking and speaking to people. The 3E model behind Soul Film Festival was to educate, empower, and entertain through film. Thank you, kid. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were down in Norfolk for six years, and then um, I moved it up to the community and everything. Shout out to my man, Sam Harps. I owe you a phone call at the Shades Repertory Theater. You know, we rock out up there, you know, do it up there. I mean, it's a good look, man. It's local. I, ain't, you know, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't need to be, I don't need to be shot back there. I'm good. As long as I'm appeasing those who get it and need it, I'm good. Push Yeah, yeah, you're doing it right now. You're doing it right now. And then I, then I take films, I take films and I, I show different films throughout different markets. So uh, one of the things I did, I had this film called Repercussion, a guy in Dallas, Alexis, he actually won the Soul Film Festival a few years back. He did another short film called Repercussion. Mm-hmm. It was a, a, such a powerful story about these three individuals, two guys and one girl. Mm-hmm. And um, the way the film starts off is this guy, this girl, she's crying and she's going through this emotion. She's calling her friend. Mm-hmm. Her friend is in her house with her boyfriend. I'm going to make this quick. Yes. Her friend is in the house with her boyfriend. Her friend mm-hmm. is like, what's wrong? She's like, y'all, I'm coming over. So she kisses her boyfriend. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Goes to her girlfriend's house. Her girlfriend tells her she has AIDS. Ooh. She's explaining to the dude that she's been seeing on the side, quietly, low. And um, the friend tells her, yo, you need to call this guy and let him know you have AIDS. So the girl's like, yo, he's always working. She's like, listen, you need to call him. The girl picks up the phone, calls the dude, tells him to come over. When he comes over, the door opens up. It's the same girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit is dope. Still, still. I just told the whole story. I had to because it's that dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such a moving film. So I took this film out to Mega Evers and Dicko, and I screened it for like 30 young people. Mm. And they went crazy. Because we're not really talking about the AIDS virus anymore. Like, it's almost like this unheard of thing now where it's like, you know, like. It's real, you know what I mean? So this is the power of this whole film festival, what yeah. it does, you know? We gotta push that more, man. Yeah. Stuff like that is needed, man. Yeah. If people are really interested and want to get to that, man, and find out more information about it, how do you Well, you go to Soul Film Festival, S-O-L, filmfestival.org. It's 501c3, you know, um, yeah, the, the, we're doing over the website over right now because there's some other components that we're going to be adding to it. Um, we want to bring art into it as well mm-hmm. and start pushing that. And that's going to be hashtag art of soul. You see that around hashtag art of soul. Hashtag art of soul. Yeah, we're pushing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's going to be also a, a consultant media component of creating content and um, format pieces for us. Startup businesses and things of that nature. So, yeah, so we moving. It's moving. Yeah. That was your question. You already know. You already know. So, people want to get and follow you personally and find out more about Tyson. Well, you know, IG is the hottest thing right now. It's the easiest thing. I'm IG Tyson Hall ORG. You know, that's where you can catch me real quick. And then the Facebook is Tyson Hall. Hit me that way. But, um, and then my website, TysonHall.org as well, www.TysonHall.org. Websites right now, we flipping them, you know what I mean? Because it's time, I got some other elements that I need to add and put on them, but lock, lock that in and you'll be able to see where I'm at with it. 
Brother Tyson, man, you know, anything you need me to do for you to help you push it along, brother, you know. Yeah, you're doing it right now, man. Just having me here, opening up your doors for me to come in and speak to the people, you know, is a blessing. And, you know, again, I salute you for having bars and hoops in this platform that you you putting out in the world, you know what I mean? Like, whether it's 100 people or two people listening, if you could affect somebody's life by your platform, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's a responsibility here. No question. I appreciate you, my brother. Indeed. I appreciate Indeed. you. I'm a dude. man. So once again, world, bars and hoops, man. Stills the great. My man yeah. Tyson Hall, want to thank him for coming out, man. And remember, man, life is about two things, man. Love and hate. The key to life is to make sure that the love outweighs the hate. My name is Stills the Great. Signing off. Peace.